that that was the other thing that we hear with Luke is that he remained in the wilderness. Mm. And we hear often throughout the gospel that Jesus retreats. Yeah. Um, so I think it says something about that aspect of retreating away, pulling away as a way of preparing, which I think is important for us to recognize mm. in this season, which tends to get quite busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff yeah. that needs to be organized yeah, yeah, in this season. Uh, but there's also a necessity for us then to also step into a space where we yeah, are yeah. preparing, which includes stepping away. Yeah. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Living Fullness. I'm Stina Constantine and joining me on the podcast is Father Sean Burns. Each week you'll hear us chat about a range of topics from virtue to relationships, comments on cultural shifts and lessons we're learning as we go along. And we are so happy to have you join us. So sit back and enjoy being part of a conversation with a couple of friends. Hey Padre, how are you going? Going very well, Stina, and yourself? Doing good. What's been happening in your world? Well, I've been very fortunate to be part of a course being run by Dr. Matthew Tan. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah. And it was a really good course. I really enjoyed it. It was a little while back now, but I'm 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 still getting stuff from it. Like I'm still sitting down and thinking about stuff that was said. And, and uh, yeah, so that's been really cool. Nice. Yeah. Still yeah. bearing fruit. Still bearing fruit. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, Shout out to yeah. Dr. Tan. Dr. Tan. He's done well. Yeah. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, I just recently did a workshop with the seminarians. It was the last workshop that we had for the year. Mm-hmm. So I've been going in once a term to do some human formation work with them. And yep. yeah, well, this one was on human flourishing just as they've finished their exams. <laughs> so oh, right, that was right. good timing. That is very good timing. But yeah. yeah, they're just a great bunch of young men, like really, just really earnest in mm. their search for and discernment in their vocation. So it was just uplifting and, you know, I, I always walk out of there inspired and just like full of love for them all. So They're good folks, aren't yeah, they? yeah. Shout out to the guys at Viani. Well done. And good on you for completing your exams. Mm. Not that yeah, you had you a choice, survived. But, but, but you know, it was <laughs> still yeah. you survived. And that's, yeah, what, that's exactly right. That's a good thing. That's Congratulations. Exactly right. yeah. yeah. So end of the academic year also means that we are heading into Advent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Advent is almost upon us. Indeed, indeed. It's it's this coming Sunday. And mm-hmm. uh, so we thought we might do a, a scripture passage per episode and sort of kind of break open what the season of Advent actually means. Yeah, so a bit of an Advent series. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So maybe just a little bit of a preamble, if I may, just to set the scene for Advent. Yeah. So, uh, so Advent is, is a, a period of preparation and penance. And I feel like I do this every single year. Mm. Clearly, I don't let go of things easily. (laughs) (laughs) Father Mike Schmitz, who I have nothing but the greatest love for, set up a video probably three, four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like clearly, I don't let things go. Yeah, yeah. Where he goes, it's not a period of penance. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, Father. You are wrong. You are wrong. You were wrong four or five years ago. (laughs) You were wrong four or five years ago. You are possibly, quite possibly not wrong now. And so, but it's okay. I've been wrong before too. And it's, <laughs> while I like to think it doesn't happen that frequently, I'm assured that it does. So it's okay. So uh, it's it's a period of uh, penance and preparation and it's a period of preparing for the coming of the Lord. Mm. And, and he's coming in th- three ways, really. 
certainly is coming at Christmas. We're certainly preparing for that. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of an exciting preparation, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's really cool. But also we're preparing for two other comings. And, and those are his coming again at the, uh, the end of time. So when our Lord will come again to judge the living and the dead in the world by fire, and mm-hmm. and uh, he'll come to uh, he'll come in in a manifestation of glory, you know, and, and 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 the second one there that we're preparing for, or the other one that we're preparing for is um, he's coming into our hearts. Mm. So so there are, there are, there are three sort of journeys of Christ, I suppose, that we're 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 sort of preparing for at this stage, and that's yeah. uh, he's coming to Christmas, coming again, and he's coming into our hearts. Mm. And so that's that's sort of what what these next few series will be about is helping us to understand how does he how does he actually do those those next three those 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 three things over this over this period mm. yeah. yeah yeah so yeah so I guess then for this particular episode Padre where where would you kind of like to begin well where's what's the theme if you will for this particular episode so the theme will be uh, prepare a way for the Lord. And uh, this is is sort of really tied to the the ministry and mission of John the Baptist. Mm. Matthew chapter 3, verse 3, and also Matthew 3, verse 11. Chapter 3 begins, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, Make his paths straight. And then, so that was verse 3, the, the, the quote from Isaiah. And then verse 11 of chapter 3, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and with fire. So John has this mission of repentance and and. Yeah, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And, and to do this, he has an awareness of his own inadequacy and his need for repentance. And, and this is what allows him to declare, there is another coming after me. There's someone whose who sandals I'm not worthy to, to take off of. And, and so he is preparing a way for the Lord, a coming of the Lord to begin his public ministry. Mm. And that sort of is a it kind of kicks off the theme of the preparation for Christ's coming. You know, he prepares the way for the Messiah. Uh, and so we too are called then to prepare a way for the Messiah mm. into our own hearts, sort of uh, sweeping the path as it were. But also like John, he had to be aware of his own shortcomings in order to declare repent. Right. So too we have to be aware of where we're up to, sort of um, yeah. with the help of God cleaning the paths off in our own life to allow him to come through. Yeah. Um, and in that way, being open to making inroads in the world to Christ as well, mm. allowing Christ to come into the world through our our ministry and apostolate and work. Mm. Yeah, so it was sort of a theme of preparation. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, preparing a way. Something that's that I kind of notice with John the Baptist, when you kind of look at many of the people throughout Scripture, particularly in the Gospels, you see how many of them are actually known 
in association to their hometown or to like their lineage. So like Mary of Bethany, Joseph of Arimathea, which I think I went on about last year. But even like Jesus, Jesus is known as Jesus of Nazareth until he then becomes known as Jesus Christ, the anointed one. But I think it's really cool that like we sort of hear John, the son of Zechariah, when he encounters God in the wilderness. But then from there on, he's kind of known as John the Baptist, which which isn't like he's not known by a hometown. He's not known by whose son he is. He's known by what he's meant to do in this life, what he's been called to in this Mm. life by his very mission, which kind of then makes me think about what Jesus says in Matthew's gospel where he talks about uh, the the reward that's given to those who have left behind houses, father, mother, and so on. Uh, It kind of makes me think of what John leaves behind. He leaves behind everything for this mission, including even almost like a detachment of his identity to whose biological son he is or whose, Mm. you know, what hometown he grew up in. He leaves all of that behind for this very mission that he's been called Mm. to, to Mm. prepare the way for Christ. He's, in some ways, he really is the summation of everything that our Lord proclaims in the gospel, isn't he? I mean, mm. he's, he's, I mean, you might say that, that uh, as Catholics, we'd probably say that Mary embodies that most perfectly, mm. but, but John as a, as a disciple who is, who is, is struggles in the same way that we struggle, right? Right. Uh, you know, as, as a disciple who, you know, baptized, of course, you know, baptized in the womb, but, you know, he is still, a subject of, of concupiscence, yeah, right? And, and and despite all of that, he really does dedicate himself completely and totally uh, to the service of his cousin. And it's 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 really incredible that that uh, that as you say, he's been his entire life has been preparing him for that moment where he will discard everything and yeah. be completely and totally dedicated. Like our Lord says, you know, you must you must hate father and mother for me. Now, now it doesn't actually mean you've got to hate your father and your mother, but it's a way of saying you've got to love me first and More, foremost. Yeah. And, and there's John the Baptist being like, yep, this is, yeah. I'm not John, son of Zechariah, I am John the Baptist. Yeah. You know, I recognise that mission. It's not a slight to his parents. No, no, no. It's by, by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a recognition that that this is this is a mission which redefines who I am. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. What you were saying, you were saying something before as well in terms of like who we are, recognising who we are, kind of almost alluding to that self-knowledge. I think it's fitting that Luke kind of, he, he deliberately points out in Luke 1 verse 80, he says that he grew strong in spirit and remained in the wilderness. I, I just think it's interesting that he chose to make it known from there that he grew strong in spirit because we see that play out later yeah. on with some of the choice words <laughs> that John the Baptist has. Brood of vipers. <laughs> yeah. Grew strong in spirit, all right. But I think it describes this natural growth and preparation that he has that he needs to have in order to take on this particular mission of preparing the way for the Lord. And I think it also brings home the message for us that, you know, God didn't call someone who wasn't already given the nature that matches his mission. So he, he didn't create John in a way that would be contrary to what he would call him to. He made them to match and he does the same for us. Yep. He calls us like for the mission that we're called to, he's made us for that. Yes. 
It's yes. not in opposition, as hard as it may be. It is not in opposition. Not in mm. opposition to who we are. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I, I think it also says something about the preparation that God does in us all the time. Sometimes, I know I can sometimes fall into the trap of thinking, oh, this must be the thing that God's prepared me for. Mm. And then that's it. Yeah. Like, okay, now the preparation's done. Now there's like something else that God will prepare me for. But actually, that preparation is ongoing. There's an ongoing preparation happening all the time and it's not just for one milestone, but that he'll prepare us for lots of things that we'll be asked to do just depending on our openness to being willing to cooperate and yeah. also his will, whatever it is yeah. that he desires yeah. for yeah. us as well. There'll be lots of things that we'll be prepared for for that in this life, but also that ongoing preparation for the next life. Yes, as yes, well. Most definitely. Most definitely. And so I guess then in this Advent season, it says something about taking time. Like we that, that was the other thing that we hear with Luke is that he remained in the wilderness. Mm. And we hear often throughout the gospel that Jesus retreats. Yeah. So I think it says something about that aspect of retreating away, pulling away as a way of preparing which I think is important for us to recognise mm. in this season, which tends to get quite busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff yeah. that needs to be organised yeah, yeah, in this season, but there's also a necessity for us then to also step into a space where we yeah, are yeah. preparing, which includes stepping away. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, and that's, that's, that's hard in the Christmas season. It's, it's, it shouldn't be. Like it, 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 it shouldn't be hard, but, but like everything gets pretty crazy. You and know, earlier and earlier, have you noticed that? Yeah, like it's just getting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, where where I can recall, I think the thirty first of October, which was Halloween, right, had all the spooky stuff out, <laughs> and then the first of November, it's like, okay, Christmas is going to hit you in the face, and I'm like, whoa, okay. But some of the Christmas stuff was already coming out, like Is overlapping that right? I didn't Halloween. That. Yeah, that I think that's what was more jarring for me because I, I got so used to expecting straight after Halloween Christmas stuff. So yeah. that's what I'd seen in the last couple of years. But this year they were overlapping. They had Christmas stuff out at the same time as Halloween. I'm going, yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. And then they just removed the Halloween stuff and put all of the rest of the Christmas stuff out. But it's like now we're not even we're not even waiting to finish one thing. We're just gonna yeah. overlap yeah. them all. Yeah, it's 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 it it's sort of it just gets so crazy. It gets, it gets, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, you've got to be, you've got to be prepared for Christmas, but, but not the preparation we should be preparing for. Right. The preparation of, you know, do you have all the food? Do you have all the presents? You do you know, have the things? Here's, here's a bar, <laughs> you have the things, right? Yeah. And, and it's just, it's, it's so sad because it, it does sort of, I, I think I've shared this example before, but I can remember being at, um, well, a certain town and I went into a parking lot and, and there were two old women fighting over a, Parking spot. It was Christmas time. <laughs> oh. And so I, I, I feel like I did them both a service. I gave them an, an enemy that they could unite against. Um, <laughs> what did you do? I, I walked past them. I went, "Merry Christmas to you both." And <laughs> as they're arguing, as they're arguing, and I, I walked off, and they both then called me some choice names, which was I, I'm perfectly fine with. That's okay. They, they, I sowed peace that day. <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself. 
Uh, so, <laughs> United on something. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, oh. But, you know, it's, it's like, guys, it's a car park. Yeah, it's a car park. And and that's that's all that it is, and it's 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 going to be okay if you don't get that present. It's going to be okay if you don't get that food. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, there there are. What do we lose in that right, moment? Right, right. I mean, it's it's just so so sad to mm. see that. You know, mm. instead of preparing a way for the Lord, we we're sort of preparing a way for <laughs> the material for selfishness. For, it's just uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it gets a bit icky. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Mm. So I guess then in this preparation season. Let's prepare for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's prepare for Jesus. Yeah. Let's let's be like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, have some, and and some really practical ways of doing that might be actually just having in your space, having in your place, your 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 home, a dedicated space where, you know, this is where you 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 make preparation. Yeah, this is where you pray. You know, maybe it's there's an Advent wreath, maybe there's a Christmas tree, maybe it's a little altar that you're setting up with with. You know, a cross and yeah, uh, a, a little calendar that's not chocolate. Hey, a little calendar that isn't chocolate. <laughs> I mean, look, if it's if it's chocolate, I understand, but it's you know, or have the chocolate one, but also have, but also have one that isn't chocolate. Too. Yeah, you know, have a have a, a way of tracking it that isn't just about presents and food, and and have that space where you can be like, yeah, you know, I'm actually I'm making preparations for the Lord because I'm sitting with Him, and the more that I sit with Him, the more that He makes inroads in my life, and the more that He'll allow me to be an instrument that makes inroads in the world. Mm. So you know, mm. it's it's sort of um, uh, definitely uh, uh, yeah. Let's make some preparations and yeah, and um, and and try and get some. Some practical ways. If you've got any practical ways that you'd like to share with us, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, that's just one thing is, is making a space. But if you've got any practical ways of, of of sort of preparing for 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 the Lord, we'd love to hear it. We'd love yeah. to hear it. We'd know, love yeah. to see them. Jump over to the Living Fullness Facebook group. Join yeah. us and share what you've got. I'll share some pictures of the stuff that I put up as well. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to see what you guys yeah. do to prepare as well. I will take a photo of my office. Yeah. When I, I, I before and after before and after. <laughs> Before and after. Yeah, definitely. So I think one of the one of the saddest lines in in the Christmas um, passages of Luke's gospel is there was no room for them in the inn. Mm. And I think this is the perfect time for us to kind of work towards a space where we can actually say, I've made room for him. Yeah. There's room yeah. for him in my heart. Yep. So let's just make that time. Hundred percent. Beautiful. Very good. All right. Well, before we end this first episode in our Advent series, a truth, beauty, and goodness, Padre. Well, it's, it's preparation for Christmas. <laughs> it's uh, you know, like it's it's just awesome. You know, getting out the Advent candles, and I, I I've you know, I used to say that I hate arts and crafts and all of that, and, and yep. I do doing them. But yeah, I hate doing them. them. I hate doing them. But at Christmas time, you sort of you got to make things look pretty. You know, and like an Advent wreath, you can't just stick a green wreath out on a on a table and be like, "Yep, that'll do it." Like you, you actually, you actually got to go to some effort to try and make it look nice. And you know, and so, so um, normally what I do is that I give it a go, and then some ladies in the parish go, "Father, you leave that with us, and we'll, we'll, we'll fix it up for you, mate." All right, no worries. Thanks, Margaret. Uh, you know, uh, so uh, yeah, so yeah. But uh, how about yourself? Uh, for me, so this particular episode is recorded just a little bit before Advent begins. So at 
when this releases, I will have completed this, but at the time of recording, not yet. But I'm actually preparing to head into a women's retreat in Albury for uh, hosted by the Anima Women's Network. Mm. They um, very generously asked me to come and run a workshop for them alongside Anna Crone on friendship. So, and it's a pre-advent retreat precisely because Advent tends to to get so busy that we kind of need to be able to create something even before Advent begins. So, yeah, I'm really keen for this. I, I don't normally see myself talking too much in the retreat space yep, I, you yep. know it's very hands-on kind of thing but there is a yeah there's a sense of there's a sense of something deep happening in this space so okay. yeah i'm really looking forward to it we're excited to hear about mm, it yeah 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 well thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of living fullness we will catch you again next week for another advent episode but until then know about love and grace god bless <laughs> <laughs>